For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the worldly governors, the princes of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, which are in the high places. And that's Ephesians 6.12 from the 1599 Geneva Bible. Phil Robertson, the patriarch of the Duck Dynasty TV series, which is the most popular show in cable TV history, has been fired by the A&E Network for proclaiming God's law word. This isn't the first time A&E has shown their hostility to Christianity. At the end of each episode, the large Robertson family is shown gathered around the dinner table, and Phil leads them in prayer, ending with the name of Jesus Christ. Well, A&E started cutting out those words, praying in the name of Jesus Christ. And when Phil found out, he told him either to put the name of Christ back into the prayer, or that would be the end of the Duck Dynasty show. A&E folded. They may hate Christ, but they love money even more. And Duck Dynasty is a money machine for the network. This week, the news came out that the January 2014 issue of Gentleman's Quarterly magazine contains an interview with Phil in which he was asked what he considers to be sinful. He responded, quote, Everything is blurred on what's right and wrong. Sin becomes fine. Start with homosexual behavior and just morph out from there. Bestiality, sleeping arounds with this woman and that woman and that woman and those men, unquote. He said that anatomically, homosexuality is illogical and, quote, but hey, sin, it's not logical, my man. It's just not logical. Phil went on to paraphrase Corinthians, quote, don't be deceived, neither the adulterers, the idolaters, the male prostitutes, the homosexual offenders, the greedy, the drunkards, the slanderers, the swindlers, they won't inherit the kingdom of God. Don't deceive yourself. It's not right, unquote. He also said, I myself am a product of the 60s. I centered my life around sex, drugs, and rock and roll until I hit rock bottom and accepted Jesus as my Savior. My mission today is to go forth and tell people about why I follow Christ and also what the Bible teaches, and part of that teaching is that women and men are meant to be together. Phil went on and said, We never ever judge someone on who's going to heaven, hell. That's the Almighty's job. We just love them, give them the good news about Jesus, whether they're homosexuals, drunks, terrorists. We let God sort them out later. However, I would never treat anyone with disrespect just because they are different from me. We're all created by the Almighty, and like Him, I love all of humanity. We would all be better off if we loved God and loved each other. At the end of the interview, Phil told the writer, quote, If you simply put your faith in Jesus coming down in the flesh through a human being, God becoming flesh, living on the earth, dying on the cross for the sins of the world, being buried and being raised from the dead, yours and mine and everybody else's problems will be solved. And the next time we see you, we will say, you're now a brother, our brother. So then we look at you totally different then. See what I'm saying? The Robertson family really believes strongly that if the human race loved each other and they loved God, we would just be better off. We ought to just be repentant, turn to God, and let's get on with it, and everything will turn around, unquote. Well, as Phil points out, not only is homosexuality sin, it's not logical. It's not anatomically logical, and it's not logical that God would tell Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply if he approved of homosexuality. Homosexuality is the practice of death, because it results in the death of the human race. 
Proverbs 8.36 says, But he that sinneth against me hurteth his own soul, and all that hate me love death. A society of homosexuals lasts one generation and then is extinct. Now that's undeniable. And that's why the homosexual lobby is so aggressive in pushing for societal acceptance and in their intolerance of those who believe it's sinful to the point of outlawing criticism of homosexuality in many countries, and which is their goal in the United States. They have to recruit converts to homosexuality in each generation because they have no children to carry on their crusade. There is no next generation for homosexuals unless they convert. They must convert. As the Bible tells us in Romans 1.32, who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. They must convert. So make no mistake, they're not just a little different uh, in some of their private behavior. Uh, No. Uh, Ephesians 5.12 says, For it is a shame even to speak of the things which are done of them in secret. Uh, God, uh, in, in Romans, God, quote, God gave them up unto vile affections for even their women, it changed the natural use into that which is against nature. Verse 27, And likewise also the men left the natural use of the woman and burned in their lust one toward another, and man with man wrought filthiness and received in themselves such recompense of their error as was meet. A day after that interview was published, the A&E Network fired Phil Robertson. And A&E said in a statement, quote, his personal views in no way reflect those of A&E Networks. Now, let me interject here. Uh, A&E could have simply said uh, that, that his views don't reflect uh, our views and leave it at that. Okay? But they had to say this. Quote, his personal views in no way reflect those of A&E Networks who have always been strong supporters and champions of the LGBT community. Unquote. Now, for those of you who don't keep up with gay terminology, LGBT stands for Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transvestite. See, we live in a society that laughs at Miley Cyrus, but condemns Phil Robertson. Now, what Phil has done should encourage every Bible believer, and A&E's firing him should be a wake-up call. See, this is not just a some disagreement over beliefs. Phil has drawn a line in the sand. He believes in God's word. A&E has made it clear that they don't. In fact, they're on the side of the enemies of God's word. In 1 Corinthians 6, uh, in the 1599 Geneva Bible, no quote, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God, Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor wantons, nor buggerers, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor railers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. In the King James Version, also based on the received text, buggerers is translated abusers of themselves with mankind. Uh, And in Young's literal translation it reads, nor effeminate, nor sodomites shall inherit the kingdom of God. So there's no question that God hates sin and homosexuality is clearly sin. In fact, homosexuality is one of the most virulent... 
In fact, homosexuality is one of the most virulent forms of rebellion against God. Let me repeat that. It is one of the most virulent forms of rebellion against God. One of the most aggressive forms of rebellion against God. Remember Ephesians 6, where we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the worldly governors, the princes of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness, which are in the high places. Make no mistake, Christian, we are in a spiritual war. The enemy is well aware of that fact, and it's fighting on every front it can find. And in the forefront is the homosexual push, the homosexual lobby. It's, the enemy is well aware that we're in a war, and is doing all it can to remove God's word from the world. In fact, the goal is to outlaw it. Let me give me just a few examples, which you can easily find. In January 2006, uh, British Columbia, a Catholic city councilman, John DeSicco of Kamloops, British Columbia, was ordered by a court to pay $1,000 to two homosexual activists and was required to apologize to them for what? For saying that homosexuality is, quote, not normal nor natural. Aki Green, a Swedish pastor, was sentenced to six months in jail for preaching on the biblical prohibitions against homosexual behavior. In 2013, Dale McAlpine, a British street preacher, told a passerby that he believed homosexuality is sin. He was arrested and jailed, the charge using homophobic language. Tony Miano, an American evangelist, was arrested and jailed in 2013 in Britain for preaching on what the Bible says about homosexuality. And at the police station, he said he was interrogated about his faith in Christ and was asked a series of questions. Quote, I was asked if I believe homosexuality is a sin. I was asked what portion of the Bible I was reading. I was asked that if a homosexual was hungry and walked up to me, would I give them something to eat? Unquote. In 2009, two Houston, Texas evangelists, David Stokes and Dave Allen, were arrested for preaching against homosexuality. They were tried by an openly lesbian judge. And in 2009, President Obama signed the Hate Crimes Prevention Act into law. And under the strictest definition of the law, now people argue about it, and you're going to get people who say, oh no, that couldn't happen, that's not the way the law is written, it's protections. But under the strictest definition of the law, any preaching against sin in general, any sin, especially that of homosexuality, which is the point of the law. It was, it was supported by virtually every homosexual group. So any preaching against any sin, but particularly homosexuality, could be considered a hate crime. And if convicted uh, as a felony in a hate crime uh, for preaching against sin, preaching against homosexuality in particular, uh, that person could spend as much as 10 years in federal prison. See, the battle lines have been drawn. Christian, to do nothing is to capitulate. Are you as strong in your faith as Phil Robertson? Are you? Well, what have you done recently to show it? Pray about that. Pray about what you can do. 
to show your faith, to be a soldier in this spiritual battle. From Ephesians 6, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the assaults of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the worldly governors, the princes of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness which are in the high places. For this cause take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to resist in the evil day, and having finished all things, stand fast. Stand therefore, and your loins girded about with verity, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith ye may quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray always with all manner prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watch thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints.